Welcome to the Better Off Bonus Call of the Week. Yep, this is when we get to answer your questions. If you'd like to get on the air, just send us an email. Ask Jill at betteroffpodcast.com and we'll arrange it. Remember, we've got the bonus call every Tuesday. And then on Thursdays, we drop the big show. And even on that show, we have some of your listener questions. So two chances every week to get on the air. Again, just send us an email. Ask Jill at betteroffpodcast.com. Okay, here we have Mr. Kevin. He's from Maryland. Kevin, welcome to Better Off. What can I do for you? Hi, Jill. Thanks. Uh, so I'm right now a federal contractor, but by leaving that job to go to medical school. And um, I have a couple of questions in terms of rolling over my 401k. Okay. Um, so I hope to, I plan to roll it over into some kind of IRA, into some kind of company, and contribute another 5500 to the IRA this year, okay. and then invest it all in some medium risk tier investments, um, and let it go autopilot for the next four years. Nice. And and so my questions are, you know, what kind of IRA? Uh, what kind of company or criterias of I should be considering while choosing that company? Mm-hmm. Um, do I need a financial planner for figuring out the nitty gritty stuff, or could I do it myself? Okay. First, a little bit more information. How old are you? Uh, 23. 23? So young. Fantastic. Um, and how much are you earning now before medical school? Um, so I earn about 45000 per year. Okay, great. And uh, how much money is in the 401k right now? Uh, around seventeen uh, k. Okay, great. And how are you going to pay for medical school, by the way? Uh, so my, I'm very lucky to have very hardworking parents who's going to uh, foot the bill. Oh God, I love your parents. All right, so let's get let's go back. So you're 23. You're going to medical school. Chances are you are going to have a reduction in your income while you're in medical school, right? You're not working while you're in medical school, are you? you basically zero dollars. Okay. And and when will that happen? You said uh, that happens now-ish? This is going to happen this summer. Okay. So there's two things to think about. One is um, next year, in other words, in 2018, since your income will essentially be zero, that may be a fabulous time for you to convert the 401k into a Roth structure. So here's what I think is going to happen for you, just the, the the details of this. You leave your your position and then you can roll over your 401k into just a plain over rollover IRA. It's a traditional IRA. Leave it there. Do, don't do anything with it yet. Okay. We'll talk about the okay. investments in a second. Next year, because you are going to have zero income, next year is the year that I think you may want to consider converting some or all of the money that's in that 401k into a Roth IRA. Okay? So the 401k goes into, becomes a rollover IRA, and then next year, when you have essentially zero income, you convert it. Now, there's a caveat. Do you have money that is essentially sitting in a cash account either for some unexpected expenses like an emergency reserve or just some money that you maybe are saving in anticipation of med school? I have about 60K in emergency funds. Oh, great. Okay. So, I mean, what happens is when you convert, right, you go from that 
Again, 401k, regular IRA rollover. Then next year, when you convert, what you're essentially saying to the government is, hey, Kevin here, um, that $17,000 that was in my 401k and it's now in my IRA, I want to pay you the taxes due on that. I'm going to pay it now. That's going to be my income. Correct. My Yeah, I got you. Right? Got you. Okay. okay. Now, essentially, you're in this, you know, you're making no money. So the tax burden is going to be even lower than whatever, you know, the, the money that you were making. You're going to use some of the money that's in your emergency reserve so that you can pay your tax bill. Okay. But mm-hmm. it's really, it's not going to be that much because, right. you know, it's just going to be a teeny amount of money. Now, the thing is, uh, have you... Thus far for for 2017, you've contributed to the 401k. How much have you put in there for this year? So uh, out of my pocket, I've not put in any. I just let the uh, employer put the money in. Okay. And so what you were planning to do is once you then rolled it over, then Mm -hmm. you'd make an IRA contribution for this year, right? Exactly. Okay. Can give me a higher principal for the next four years. Right. Exactly. Okay. So that's fine. All right. So now we've got the mechanics of it. So I think you start with a traditional, like a rollover IRA for this year. You convert it next year when your tax base is really low. And now let's talk about what about the investments and the company and that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. Are you the kind of person that likes to manage your own money? Is this something that's you know fun for you? Is this something that you think is uh, important that you want to start to conquer? How, how, what's your relationship with uh, this part of the process? As much as I am interested in the financial stuff, mm-hmm. I kind of just want it to go on autopilot and let it do its own thing okay. for the next four years. I don't have to worry about it. Okay, good. I mean, look, you're also investing for many years in the future. You're in your 20s. You're not going to touch this money, hopefully, for decades and decades down the line. So, exactly. I, I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense. So, I mean, your your basic choices are you pick a no-load or a no-commission mutual fund company where you can buy index funds or a target date fund. And, you know, that you, you know all the big names for that, I'm sure. Um, and, and that is, you know, Vanguard, Fidelity, T. Rowe Price, CD Ameritrade, any of these companies, you can just roll it over and you could you could potentially just say, I'm going to pick a stock index fund and a bond index fund, and that's it. And that will be, uh, let's say, about a tenth of 1%, maybe a little, if you added maybe an international fund, maybe it, it drifts up to 0.15% on an annual basis. But it's cheap. Sometimes it's even less than that. All right? Very easy to okay. do. So that's one Got choice. It. And then there is, um, you know, uh, the the robo-advisor choice, which is, you know, it's, again, is our sponsor, Betterment, but there are other robo-advisors as well. And, you know, it, it's about a quarter of 1% a year. So you're, you're paying a little bit more than just picking your own index funds. The difference of uh, using a robo instead of the choosing just a couple of funds and doing yourself is that there's going to, it's going to be a little bit more customized. You're not going to have to do even though I'm telling you it's pretty easy to do it yourself, you're not going to have to do any of that work. You're going to go through a risk questionnaire, the output's going to come, and then boom, you're invested and, you know, kind of set it and forget it. So to me, those are kind of your your next, th- those are your two choices. I don't think you need to hire anyone to do either of those things. Um, you know, the next four years and probably the next eight years, depending, or 10 years, depending on your specialty in medicine, you're going to be pretty busy. 
I think that your idea of doing, you know, setting it and forgetting it for four years is probably going to be a longer period of time than even you anticipate. So mm-hmm. does that make sense to you? That does. What What is the trigger that, like, like what's the financial situation do I need to get myself in to be like, oh, I need someone to help me. I need to get a financial planner. Well, I mean, I think that probably when you are ready to get your first job is my guess is because look you got you got medical school for 4 years then you're going to be a resident right mm-hmm. and you're going to be making money but you're not going to be making that much money so you're going right. to graduate from med school you're not going to have debt but you're going to have a job and you're going to be making you know whatever it is some i don't even know what residents make now 50 or 60 grand not that much you're going no. to be part of some hospital system you'll use the retirement plan through the hospital but that's it you're not going to do much more than that right so i think that your your big point will come either if you know you meet someone get married but then Barring any big life event, it's usually the first big job you have. So, you know, if all of a sudden you're an orthopedic surgeon in a major city and you're going from making 50 grand a year in a teaching hospital to making $500,000 a year, you might need some help. Okay. So, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't sweat it till then. Okay. That's all good to know. All right. Um, last question. Any low-hanging fruit financial-wise that I should be taking advantage of in addition to this IRA stuff? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think you're in good shape. And right now, if you just put money into a, you know, your, a Roth going forward, that's pretty good. And I don't know if you're going to get any income. You know, some medical students moonlight in the, the third and fourth years. Uh-huh. So if you have income, you can contribute to an IRA. But if you don't have any earned income, you can't contribute. Okay. So keep that okay. in mind, okay? Thank you so much. Hey, good um, luck and good luck with medical school. It's a very exciting. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Have a good day. Bye. Okay, that's a wrap of our Better Off bonus question of the week. If you've got a question, it's simple. Send us an email at askjill at betteroffpodcast.com. We'll arrange to get you on. And don't forget, in just a couple of days, there's a brand new episode of the Better Off Podcast sponsored by Betterment. Talk to you then. 